The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Once more, Jesus spoke to the chief priests and Pharisees in parables. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad, so the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe, and he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen." The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Just before reflecting on the scriptures here, just a few things that are happening at our parish. First of all, on Tuesday evening, 7 o'clock, we have a Mass in the presence of the relics of St. Peregrine. St. Peregrine is a patron saint of those who are afflicted with cancer. So uh, it's a great opportunity for us to not only pray for those who suffer from that ailment, but also to maybe invite people who suffer with that ailment to come and join us. Uh, we know those who, who are diagnosed with, uh, with cancer often seek help from all kinds of different experts, and maybe we just invite them to come and seek the expert, the expert healing of our loving Father here in this place. At the end of the Mass, uh, uh, all will be invited to venerate the relics of St. Peregrine. And, uh, um, uh, and those who are facing serious illness or any illness, any diagnosis of cancer, will be welcome to receive the sacrament of the anointing of the sick as well at the end of the Mass. So that's happening. On November the 11th, it wouldn't be my first, date, first pick of dates to have this happen, but... Um, 
all our weekends seem to be fairly full around here. But on November the 11th, we are uh, we will have a fall or uh, winter prep day at our parish. So this is a day where we'll, on the, especially on the outside of our building or the outside of our church, uh, clean up, get things ready for wintertime, put out salt bins, things like that. So that's on a Saturday. Uh, we'll start at 10 o'clock. We'll take a break at 11, of course, to observe Remembrance Day. A lunch will be provided, and we'll end by 2 o'clock at the latest. It's just a, a moment for us to prepare the grounds of our church for the coming winter. Lots of things have to happen for that. So I hope you might come and join that. And for anyone in high school, there are service hours offered. That's 10% of your service hours in one morning. Finally, uh, the... Oh, oh, not finally. Okay. Um, between the 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Mass, uh, Darcia is going to make the religious articles available. So lots of people have been asking for this for quite some time, and we have someone who is dedicated themselves to um, making those articles available. So it won't, will no longer be necessary to come back in the week to purchase any of those religious articles. This is really good, especially around First Communions and Confirmations. And now, finally, the photo directory. This is kind of last chance to sign up for that. There's paper sign-ups at the entrance there to pick your time, to have your, your picture or your family's picture taken to be included in our photo directory. And I really hope you would consider doing that. I know it's another trip to the church, but we, across those five days, hopefully you can find a moment, have a picture of your family taken and included in something that will ho- hopefully be uh, a, a great you know, memory of the 90th anniversary of our parish. We've got so many new families here, and it's kind of an outward show of the community that we know we truly are. Now, in addition to that, we also are in need of some hosts just to be present on the, across those five days for a, a shift for about two hours. So uh, there's another sign up there. If you are able to be present for a couple of hours, you don't have to take any pictures. We've got a photographer for that. But just to be present there, make sure things go smoothly, get anything that anyone needs. And if there's any extra help that's needed, well, Father Darlington and I, we, we live here, so it's easy to get us for some extra help. But anyway, uh, reflecting on the, on the scriptures that we've had this weekend, uh, in our first re- reading, we heard from the prophet Isaiah. And the prophet Isaiah speaks several times in his writings about God's holy mountain. In one place, the prophet Isaiah, something we're familiar with, he talks about how on God's holy mountain, swords and spears will be changed into plows and pruning hooks. Instead of trying to claim things for themselves, instead of seeing one another as obstacles or resorting to conflicts to uh, secure for themselves the limited resources of the world, those who live on God's holy mountain work instead to share in God's work of caring for his creation and for one another. Instruments of conflict are transformed into instruments of caring for the world. In another place, the prophet Isaiah mentions how, on God's holy mountain, lions, bears, lambs, cattle, children, and snakes can all lie down and exist together. In God's holy mountain, there's a kind of harmony in creation. Creation no longer has to depend on feeding on itself, but is fed instead by God. We can only imagine how great the zoos on God's holy mountain would be. No fences necessary. Pick your favorite animal. You can go and pet it whenever you wish. 
This extends to disease and climate change, too. On God's holy mountain, there's an end to disease, and there's no need to worry about things like climate change. And then today, in the first reading, we hear about the great feast God offers to his people on his holy mountain. It's a feast filled with the best food. Whatever your favorite food is, there'll be plenty of it on God's holy mountain. You can even have dessert before dinner, if you wish, without worries of gaining weight or losing your appetites. On top of all that, there's no mention of anyone having to clean up or wash dishes after the feast on God's holy mountain. Most important of all, the prophet mentions the removal of a shroud that covers all people. This is the shroud, the covering of death. Regardless of any progress is made, even if all poverty, disease, and injustice is eliminated, the overall survival rate in this world remains at zero. But on God's holy mountain, there is no place for death or the sadness and despair that comes with it. On God's holy mountain, we see an end to all worry and fear. This all sounds great, and God's even given us all a deep longing for life on God's holy mountain. No one wants conflict. I'm sure that even those who start wars wish that they felt that they didn't have to. Everyone wants harmony and creation. It takes a lot of work to find that balance between making use of the resources God has given to us without abusing them or creating harm in the world. Everyone wants to be free of worry and fear, and everyone loves an eternal feast. There is a problem, though. The peace that God offers, the harmony and creation, the elimination of worry and death promised by God is found on a mountain, and climbing mountains can be tough. The ascent is often filled with all kinds of reasons to give up or turn around. Often those who climb have to carry the right supplies or equipment. Sometimes a guide is needed. If the mountain is tall enough, patience is sometimes needed as climbers are forced to take breaks at different points to acclimate. Now those who listened to the prophet Isaiah about uh, God's holy mountain would have immediately thought about Mount Zion, the mountain in Jerusalem where the temple stood the place where people could go to be in God's presence and worship him. But this image that Isaiah presents to God's people of God's holy mountain is a fulfillment of what the people experienced on Mount Zion in the temple. He basically tells the people that the worship that they experience in the temple is a kind of practice or preparation for life on God's holy mountain. It all works because those who are on God's holy mountain are linked in a special way to God, the source of life. This is the removal of death and fear and worry. It all works because those who are on God's holy mountain are completely focused not on themselves and on their own needs, but instead on the source of love itself. And so it's no wonder that God's holy mountain is a place of peace and harmony. It's this special link to God that creates peace and harmony, abundance, and eternal life. 
What we do here prepares us for that. Here, God presents for us a kind of feast, and he feeds us with the best possible food, his very self, in the Eucharist. Without our church, perhaps none of us would get along or ever interact or meet. But here, God peacefully draws his people from across the world together in his presence. In this place, through our worship, we present our worries to the source of life, trusting that he will transform them as he transformed death into life through the cross. Our gathering here, our worship, sacrifice, and praise is our preparation for ascending to God's holy mountain and the great things he has promised there. Last month while I was away, I I, I was in Spain, and uh, something I didn't expect to encounter was great difficulties in attending Sunday Mass. Now, I'm lucky as a priest, I can carry with me the things needed for Mass, and I did, But especially on Sundays, I prefer celebrating with a congregation. On one of the weekends I was away, however, I was at a church larger than this one, and there was only one Mass offered at 8 o'clock in the evening, and I had to be moving on. The following weekend, I was at church about half the size of this one, um, had great difficulty in finding the time for the Mass. It wasn't written on the church. There is no web presence. But asking around in the town, people told me the time. I waited around, but instead of a priest showing up, a religious sister did, who celebrated a communion service instead of a mass. She did a fine job, but it wasn't mass. And present was myself, the, the person leading the celebration, and one other person, three people. A sad situation. Um, It's a situation we don't want to have here. Now, we're far from it in Bowmanville, but in other places in Canada, sometimes they only see their priest every now and again. I guess I should add, I asked why was there no priest and was told their priest had 18 churches to look after. So they only saw their priest every few months. I don't want to be a pastor of 18 parishes, and I'm sure you don't want to wait months to have children baptized, or to receive the anointing of the sick. It's an experience we just don't want to have here. And so our bishop started years ago a pastoral planning process. There were lots of discussions and surveys that took place in our schools and churches and beyond. And from that, after a great deal of discussion, six goals were created. And he's asked that for the next three years, that these six goals would guide a lot of the actions and discussions in the parishes throughout our diocese. And so here, for the next four months, we're going to reflect on the first goal. And the first goal is to reach out and engage all with the message of the gospel. We're going to reflect on our communication. We know we can do better at communicating. Lots, There's always room for growth there. We're going to reflect on how we educate our children and ourselves in our faith. We're going to reflect on the opportunities we create for us to share our faith, both in here and beyond. And we'll take a look at what it means to be a disciple. There's more information about this on our site bulletin and the bulletin board at the entrance. But we're all going to start with a conversation beginning on the evening 
of November the 1st, just a Thursday evening. We're going to start with a, with a conversation there. And so if you find that this topic has any interest to you at all, if you find that you'd like to see our church do better at reaching out and engaging all with the message of the gospel, then I hope that you might j- join us on November the 1st to join in these discussions and reflections that will hopefully guide us for some years to come. As for a kind of commitment, I'm asking just for four months. So far, there's only the one meeting planned, and we will decide how to go from there. Asking for four months, and at the end of that, we're going to move on to the next goal. And there'll be another invitation then extended to you all when we get to that goal. I I don't remember it offhand right now. This past pastoral planning is going to form a, a great amount of work and, and, uh, for, for our priests here, and we do want to include you in these discussions, because if the vision falls just on us, we know it's going to fall apart. This has to be an effort from our entire parish. This is going to be a way for us as a parish to encourage ourselves and all to prepare for what God has waiting for us on his holy mountain. God of all, we ask that you would send to us your Holy Spirit to remind us of the great invitation you have extended to us all to ascend on your mountain.